0: Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey everybody, welcome to um, yeah, Healing Journeys Today. Um I get the opportunity to share with you guys today. My name is Dylan Moffitt. My wife, Tay and I, we pastor a church in DeWitt, Michigan called Jesus Church. Uh, I've been pastoring there for about two years now. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's been a super awesome blessing. And I just, I love, I love church. I love Jesus. I love to, um, to grow in community with people and uh, see his kingdom come. Um, it's been it's been a super awesome blessing. A little bit just our backstory. I I met Sophia in Carrie's Bible College. She was kind of in our our friend group, and uh, we yeah we just we kind of all of us kind of clicked together and just and just started hanging out and kind of going after Jesus together, which was a super super awesome blessing. Um, we did a lot of ministry together and. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We got to um, and then I met Julian and Butch. Kind of went out to went out to L.A. for a spring break trip and um, did some did some cool stuff and saw some awesome things while we were there. And uh, yeah, so just kind of been friends with them ever since. So they called and and said, "Would you would you want to teach and and share your heart on on uh, healing journeys?" And I was like, "Absolutely, that would be that would be awesome." So yeah, so that's just my backstory. Uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, just get right into it today. Um, I want to uh, I want to share a little bit just about the heart behind healing um you know I feel like healing is something that a lot of people pursue um, especially when we're sick um, we we pursue healing and we like and we should you know uh, I uh, I was thinking about this just just all right what am I gonna share different things like that and um, I felt like man lord I don't I don't spend a ton of time teaching in church on, on healing. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't spend a ton of time teaching on healing. That's, I mean, I, I I spend a ton of time um, sharing about the person of Holy Spirit and the person of Jesus and, and the nature of God in the person of Jesus, the picture of God in the person of Jesus. Um, I'm a guy that believes that Jesus came to, to perfectly represent the Father, and he did a phenomenal job. And uh, if we have a picture of God that doesn't line up with the person of Jesus, then we ought to throw it out, and we have grounds to question it, right? Um, if, we can't, if we can't see what we believe about God, or we can't see what we believe, believe about um, our relationship with God or how he's, he's relating to us and we can't see that in the person of Jesus, then, then it's just not true, right? Because he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he says, I only say what I hear my Father say and I only do what I see my Father do. So it's just, if we have a picture of God, if we're coming to God and we, we feel like he's relating to us or we feel like we're trying to relate to him based on something that we would never relate to Jesus if he was in the flesh, then we ought to throw it out because that's not what God looks like, right? Right? Jesus was a perfect representation of the Father, and I think that we have to be people that have that solidified in our hearts. Because I think a lot of times, um, yeah, it's just it's it's just super funny to me that um, that I had I got this opportunity to share. Because in the last couple of weeks, I've really been pursuing healing in my life, um, healing, just being a man that that pursues. Um, pursue seeing people get well, and um, seeing just sickness bow its knee to the name of Jesus. Um, You know, it's been something that in my heart has just been stirring in my heart. The Lord has been kind of speaking to me about it. And um, because I believe, uh, I believe that in this time, in this season, um, the enemy has really just glorified sickness. And what it's done is it's making sickness just normal for people. And it's not even that people are accepting sickness. It's just that they're it's like we we're we're in uncertain ground, right? It's like, it's like we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know what's gonna come. We don't know, and it's like we're what we've done. What the what we've done when we believe that lie is we really just feel like we're sitting ducks and God's a million miles away, right? Like we're like, okay, well we're sitting here and we don't know. We might if the if the opportunity presents itself, right? If if we if we someone that we love or someone that we know gets sick or somebody that that um or sickness tries to come on your own body, it's like you're like, well, yeah, I'm going to respond, right? But it's almost like you're, I don't know. It just, I, I feel like in, in the in the body of Christ at large, it just, it's just become like this, like Jesus is not walking with us anymore. And now when we encounter a problem, we have to go find him, right? It's like, no, like this is what faith looks like. Is faith is looks like us walking through a storm together. Faith looks like us standing in the midst of trials together. Faith looks like us standing in the fire and Jesus being in the fire with us. Right? Like that's what faith looks like. That's what. That's why the Hebrews chapter eleven and the Hall of Fame or Hall of Faith or whatever you want to call it is all these men and women of God in the midst of all these trials and all these adversity didn't lose sight of who God was and they watched God step into the situation and move on their behalf and that's what I believe like in this season I believe that God is just restoring what it looks like in, the, in a biblical mandate for healing and a biblical mandate for miracles because man it's just like I don't know it's just we've become and this is in my own life and I'm not when I say we is I've become just complacent with just um, I've become complacent with, with with just easy stuff with with just like i as a believer, I believe we have to we have to see impossibilities by their need at the name of Jesus, and and it's like I've be, I've become complacent with with not seeing that, and I have to be able to see it. So it's it's just funny. I was I was just laughing about it that that they asked me to do this because it's just been something that I've been pursuing a lot in my own life. So um so yeah, that's just kind of a backstory on us. I mean, at our church, we go after it. Like like I said, I don't I don't spend a lot of time teaching on healing. I just demonstrate it and it's like we pray for the sick and we go after we go after it together as a body and 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 um because it's like when people see it it's like i don't have to argue doctrine or try to teach people out of it if people, if if they see somebody get healed man it's all over and 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 that's something that i i believe with my whole heart is is just uh demonstrating the kingdom of god and letting people taste and see that the lord is good um so yeah, so this is just something I wanted to to kind of lay the foundation and let you guys kind of get to know me a little bit, know where I'm coming from. Um yeah, just like I said, me and my wife pastor church, and we got a, a seven-month-old right now, and he's uh, he's awesome, he's crazy. And uh it's been it's been super good. Um and yeah, so let's just let's just get into it. Uh where I wanted to start was um Psalms 103. Um Yeah, it it's a super well known passage of scripture. Um but I, I, I wanna kinda I'm gonna skip over the uh the the part that all of us have read a lot, but I wanna go to verse six. Um and I, I want us to kind of see and think about this is I remember the Lord told me one time he says he says, Dylan, it's, it's um it's not how I heal, it's that I heal. And um, I think that that's just that's just key because I think sometimes we get caught up in the the technicalities of healing and trying to get healing to to, to happen. And, I mean, we all want to see healing. We all want to see people get well. We all want to see the kingdom of God come. But um, it, in the healing, in what God does, it shows His nature and it shows His heart for people. Um, I remember. In the same way, the Lord asked me, he says, Dylan, wh- what is the key to miracles? And I said, well, faith, of course. Everybody, like, I know that. And he's just like, he's like, wrong love. And um, when he said that, I was like, that's so true. Because so many times in the Bible, you'll see Jesus was, was moved with compassion, right? And healed their sick. Jesus was moved with compassion and raised the woman's son that was dead. Um, when we miss the compassion of Jesus, man, we miss the power behind healing. Why, why does God heal the sick when your body's going to die eventually? Why does God raise the dead when that body's still going to die, right? There's no other reason than for him to do it because he loves people, right? Healing, healing is such a, a hot topic and people get so frustrated about it. And I'm just like, why are we arguing over something that's good? Like, why are, we, why are we arguing over the fact that God wants to heal people? Is that not, do we serve not a God, like, do we serve a God that's good? Like, do we serve a God that is love? Is that what 1 John says, that he is love? Then anyone that's in their right mind that loves people is going to, if they had an opportunity to heal or, or help somebody that is love and you say that you love them, then you know that they're going to, you know that you're going to help them you know that the person that you love, if they're asking for something, that it's going to get given to them, right? So I think that a lot of times we just, we spend a lot of time arguing over just ridiculous things in the body of Christ. And it's just like, like Jesus came to represent the father and he healed every single person that ever came to him all across the board and never turned anybody away. So I'm like, so maybe we should just redefine our our picture of what God looks like. And I know I'm, <laughs> I say this all the time, I'm preaching to the choir and I know that you guys are probably shouting right now. It's just like, I, we I know we know this, but it's just like, We just need to solidify this in our heart because what happens is I believe is we sit there and we go, okay, If we encounter a sickness, if something comes on our body, immediately what the enemy is going to try to do is question the love of God in our heart. He's going to try to question the love of God in our life. He's going to be like, well, does God really love you? That's what he's always going to say. And it's like because he knows that we, Ephesians says, we're rooted and we're grounded in love. And if we're not rooted and grounded in love, then we'll be tossed to and fro by everything that happens, right? If you know, if you know that you know that you know that God loves you and that he is never going to leave you or forsake you, then you know that you can come to him with confidence. And that what you ask, you'll receive. You know that you're going to come to him. And, and regardless of what you're going through, you're like, man, I know that if I just come to you and I'm going to be with you, you're going to show me what to do. And you're not going to leave me hanging. And my life is not my own. It's yours. I've given it to you and you love me. Right? I was thinking, let me take a drink of water. <laughs> I was It was. I was I praying about this when I was putting my son to bed. He, uh, He's becoming a crazy child and he's she's like, he's seven months old, so he's just kind of, he's been crawling for a while, but he's like, he's pulling, he's been doing this for like a month now, but he's been pulling himself up on everything, like, so he'll grab our coffee table, pull himself up, use his teeth, he'll like bite it with his mouth, and then pull himself up, and then try to stand, and he, he's super good at it, he'll stand, and then he'll try to shuffle, and like, I'm like, dude, you're seven months old, like chill out, but He's doing all these crazy things. He keeps trying to, and then he's falling and he's grabbing stuff and falling. And I'm just like, we're catching him. And I'm like, hey, you cannot hold up. You like, I keep pulling himself down from the coffee table and all this stuff. Um, he'll go over to the chairs, pull himself up and that's all he wants to do. So I was like, so what we did, we have a little corner in the house where the Christmas tree was. So I built, I built, I, I, uh, I put a broom handle on the wall so he could pull himself up. He's got like a little padded play mat on the bottom. So if he falls, he doesn't, he doesn't hurt himself. Um, But yeah, so he just, he's over there for hours, just standing there. I put a mirror up there so he can see himself. He just pulls himself up and kind of scoots, grabs stuff. But he's standing the whole time. Um, And I just remember I was putting him to bed one night and I just, I had just gotten done building that thing for him and he was playing on it. And the Lord's like, he's like, Dylan, why did you do that? And I'm like, I'm like, because he like, I I don't know, because I love him and I want him to, to be able to play. And he says it perfect. He's like, he goes, you know, he'll be walking in a couple months and he won't even need that. And I'm like, yeah, Lord, but he needs it right now. And he's like, that's why I heal people. And I was like, that is so sweet right there. Because it it is not, we always think that we're trying to get God to do something on our behalf. And it's like, God is, I'm doing something. I'm screwing a hole in my wall that I'm going to have to fix. And making a a lot more work for myself. Because I'm going to have to repaint the wall once I put finish the holes and all these things. But like, so, my son can play for maybe possibly a month because he might i don't know he's he's almost kind of standing by himself right now, so it's like I did all this work for you know one month of of enjoyment, but my son's gonna get one month of enjoyment, and it's like why do we think that our why do we think that we're better parents than our than our father you know, so I want us to understand and grasp the heart behind healing like The reason that God heals is because he loves. We all know that God loves, but he heals because he loves. He doesn't heal for any other reason. Like, I think that sometimes we just, we do a lot of things for, for, it's like man if God heals this person it's going to get it's going to it's going to be an awesome testimony man if God really touches my body I'm going to be able to share it and other people are going to get healed and all of that stuff is true and I love testimonies and I love I love what God when God shares a testimony and he heals the same another person of the same thing I love all that but like you understand if it was just you and nobody would ever know about it the rest of your life and and you never shared it ever with anybody God would still touch your body because he loves you right like he he loves to just touch he loves to step into your situation and be a dad and just solve and, and, to, and to save you, right? He is a savior. He's a redeemer. That's what he does. Um, so I just, I want us to understand this and, and to see it clearly. So, so check out Psalms 103. It says um, in verse six, it says, the Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. Okay, so he made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. So jump over to Exodus chapter twenty. Um, so this is super important to understand. So that so he's showing you something about the reason that Moses was a friend of God is he understood the ways of God. He didn't just understand the acts of God, right? And that's what I'm saying is when God moves and touches somebody, it's amazing. And I love I love his power, but I want to know his heart behind what he does, right? I want to know why he touches somebody's body. I want to know I want to know when I'm ministering to somebody, I don't want to just know how it happens. I want to know I want to have the heart of God for that person. I want to I want to be moved with compassion to heal the sick. Does that make sense? I want to tap into the heart of God because I know that in that situation, man, I know him. And I don't need to know the principle or I don't need to be pulling all the, the scriptures out and the reasons and whatever to try to get something to happen. I know Jesus. And I can trust that, man, he has a heart for this person. Um, and I believe every act of God is an opportunity and an invitation. And, and, uh, yeah, uh, inv- invitation. I don't know how to talk. An invitation to knowing him, right? To knowing why he did what he did. So look at um, Exodus chapter 20, uh, verse 18. It says, and this is at Mount Sinai. It says, now all the people witnessed the thunders, or the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Man, right there. They stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us and we will hear, but let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you that his fear may be before you so that you may not sin. And then right here, the So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. See, the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. You see, when we just understand the acts of God and we don't know the ways of God, we don't really have communion with Jesus. We don't really have communion with the Father. You see, we, we know that God heals. We know that he touches people's bodies. We've seen him do it, right? They saw all the stuff that Moses saw. But Moses knew something about the heart of God, that God revealed his ways to Moses, that Moses knew, regardless of the thunderings, the lightnings, the fire on the mountain, I can step into there because that's my friend in there, right? Moses stepped into the the thick darkness where God was. It's like thundering, lightning on the cloud, and Moses drew near and walked right into it because he knows the person that's in there. Does that make sense? Um, Because I think a lot of times we, we... we know the principles of healing. We know the truths of healing, but we need to know the we know, we need to know the person truth. We need to know the the person of Holy Spirit, and and He's going to reveal the person of Jesus to us. Um, because I, I've had a lot of opportunities to 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 pray with people. I've had a lot of opportunities to to believe healing for myself, and it's like so many times it's like okay, I need a Man, it's like I need this gold nugget or this next truth that's going to unlock my healing for me, or this this next truth that's going to unlock my freedom from for me. And it's like, man, Lord, I just I'm not going to be a slave that's trying to earn something when I when I'm I've already been placed in the kingdom and He loves me, right? Like, regardless of where I'm at or what I what I might be facing, I know that I can come to Him and trust His heart for me, and I can trust His His love for me, and I can rest in that truth. Um, I think that, and I've seen it, I've seen it with people and I've seen it in my own life, but like, especially when, when there's sicknesses that have been, that have been on us a long time or, um, or cause a lot of pain, like daily pain or daily suffering and and things like that. Um, it, it can start to become like this identity of, of who we are. And it starts to become like, we're the person that needs healing. And it's like, we're like okay well let's just raise our hand let's hope this person can get it done or let's like um we're we're just trying to get the next we're just trying to make it happen and, and we don't have wrong hearts because we what what sickness does is it starts to separate us from relationship with jesus and that's the bit eternal life is to know him and it's like uh, sickness's goal is to is ultimately to kill you. I mean, uh, all sickness is 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 designed to destroy you, um, because it's demonic, uh, and it's it's designed to to separate your heart from the goodness of God and the love of God. Because if 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 you can get your eyes on this one thing, man, you, you're not going to have your eyes on Him, right? Um, so I just believe that that we have to just. We just need to come back to the simplicity of knowing Jesus. We need to come back to the simplicity of man, you're the healer. Like, like you, like Romans, or like, uh, yeah, Romans, like, like Psalms 103 says, is, is He is the God that forgives all our iniquities and heals all our, all our diseases. Like, I want to know that God. I want to make that decision that I'm going to know you regardless of, of what I see or what's happening. I want to know you. And the byproduct of knowing Him is everything else that comes in the kingdom of God. Right? like we don't need to be pursuing um, we don't need to be pursuing like a, a, a breakthrough when we've we've already had a breakthrough in relationship with him right we like he god has broke through and, and brought me near by the blood of jesus um so i just i want us to i want us to kind of sit in this truth look at look at um matthew chapter let me see um, 14. Matthew chapter, chapter 14 and verse, verse 14. And it, I mean, just a simple verse, but it says, when Jesus went out, he saw them, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and he healed their sick. Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw the people and he healed their sick. This is why you cannot ever convince me that God's will is sickness, that God ever puts sickness on people to teach them a lesson, that there is ever a, a, even a slight chance that it could possibly have anything to do with God. You can never convince it to me because Jesus... Right here is showing you the heart of God and him being moved with compassion and healing their sick. Jesus, his heart behind what he's doing is so much more than what he's doing because he's showing, he's showing his disciples, he's showing everybody, and it's written in the Bible for a reason because he's showing us that Jesus is a healer, and it's not just a healer of He's not just a healer in what he does, but he is he is the person healing and the healing comes from a place of compassion, um, if that makes sense. Look at look at the next chapter too. It says um in verse chapter fifteen, verse thirty, it says Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and they laid them down at the feet at Jesus' feet. And he healed them. So the multitude marvelled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they glorified the God of Israel. And I was asking the Lord. I was reading this, this passage, and I'm like, man, Lord, like, this is pretty spectacular stuff. If 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 you saw this in a, in a in a meeting, or or you were in the you were in the room when when you saw a multitude of of lame and blind and and mute and maimed people being restored i mean it would be it would be something that you would never forget and it's like matthew was writing this in his in his gospel and he gives it he gives it two verses or i mean yeah two verses in 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 this gospel and i'm like man lord like a lot of times you you have a lot of you have a lot of de- you know, explanation. You have a lot of like details in the story of what you're, of what you're, of the healing or the encounter, you know, the, the paralyzed man or the woman with the issue of blood, like all these stories that we know, like you give a lot of detail, but this is like multitudes of being, multitudes being healed. I mean, multiple times in the Bible, Jesus healed everybody that ever came, like in the whole multitude. And it's just like, there's so many encounters of healing. And I'm just like, why do you not, why is there not a bunch of, details and, he, and it's the same thing he's like Dylan you just need to know that I do it and then you just need to come to me right and then in that coming to him We get everything that we need and it's like I don't need to know why he does it or how he does it I just need to know that he does it right. I need to know why he does it I need to know that his heart is for this person in front of me and it's just like if my if If my heart is love and compassion for this person then i'm going to get the answer for them And I won't stop until I get the answer for them. Does that make sense? It's like I have a I have a I have a pursuit of of the answer for them regardless of of the situation because i love this person and i think that or it's funny and this is what i was saying is like right when i started to ask the lord and start talking to him about pursuing healing um i had the sickness come on my body and uh it was um it wasn't like super it wasn't bad like it really wasn't that bad and um but it was a, a, enough to where it was i could feel it you know um and i'm like it, it's like when you when you're experiencing when you're experiencing sickness in your body um the lie that comes is like and this is what i mean by it separates you from relationship with god the lie that comes is like you're your your faith is 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 being questioned and it's like because you because you're not in faith you're now you're sick and what it does is it was like it was separating me in my heart to the lord and I was I was spending like the whole day feeling like crap and feeling condemned at the same time which is not awesome together and um i was like sitting there and i just i was listening to this podcast and i was just whatever like you know how like sometimes you'll just listen to listen to teachings because you're <laughs> you don't actually want to talk to the lord um yeah that's what i was doing so i was i was just i was listening to this podcast and like this guy was just talking about just relationship with holy spirit relationship with god and letting him father you um yeah and i just remember he just i just shut it off and he just began to draw my heart into him and i'm like he's like, Dylan, like, what are you doing? Like, it's like, I'm, it's like we're living in the same house and we're not talking to each other, you know? Um, and I just remember talking to him. I'm like, Lord, like, I feel like, man, if I had the faith or if I had the understanding or if I wasn't in such unbelief or if I was doing everything right, then this wouldn't happen. I wouldn't be sick right now. And, and, uh, and just the shame of that, like keeps, keeps me from coming to him, but it also keeps me from fighting too. Um, and just resisting, you know, um, because it's like, it's like you you're, you already feel like you're down. So it's like, all right, just kick me not while I'm down then, you know. Um, and the Lord just came to me and says, Dylan, you just have the wrong view of faith. And I'm like, Lord, what do you mean by that? And he's like, he's like, we've all we we've heard and we all know that like faith is found where the will of God is known. Um, but what, what I was doing is... I'm back to being a slave in the, in, in my, in the father's house. I'm, I'm not a son anymore, but I'm a slave who, who sees my dad as a, as a harsh tax master, right? I'm a slave that sees my master as a harsh tax master who reaps where he doesn't sow and gathers where he doesn't scatter seed. And I'm serving him trying to do what's right and, and not coming to him as a father. He's like, he's like Dylan, faith comes. Faith comes and faith is grown in knowing me and experiencing my love. He's like when you, as a, as a father, when you see your son or your daughter like suffering or hurt, you'll do anything for them. And immediately and that's why i hate sickness and that's why i hate what the enemy is doing in people's lives is because he's separating people especially people that know a lot especially people that have been that have been taught a lot and, and, and that know that there's healing and know that they believe in healing is now they live their whole life condemned never coming to jesus and then never seeing manifestation knowing the truth and now your truth is now turning and condemning you because you don't know because you're letting a, a lack of understanding keep you from knowing him. And I'm just coming to him like, Lord, regardless of if I feel better, regardless of if I if I, if I, I see this thing change right now, I'm I'm here to be with you and it's not gonna change my view of you, it's not gonna change my heart for you and it's not gonna change your view of me and your heart for me. And I'm just gonna be with you, right? And out of that place, it gives me position and it gives me boldness now to attack situations and to stand fast because I'm standing fast in the love of God, right? I think so many times it's like, we have, we know all the right things and all the right things, knowing all the right things does not help you, but coming to Jesus with the, with the truth helps you, right? It's like, there's things in my body that I want to see change that I haven't seen change, but I'm going to stand fast and be like, man, Lord, I know that you love me. I'm not going to question that. I know that you, that, that that your heart is for this shoulder to be restored. I know that your heart is for this thing to be restored. Whatever the case is, I know I know that you paid a high price and you didn't just take it lightly, you wanna see this thing restored. So you just need to grow me, shape me and show me because I'm just missing something right now. And I'm not gonna to come to you in shame and guilt and condemnation because that's what I've been in in the last whatever time, right? I was like, I've been feeling shameful because I'm even sick and I'm supposed to be a believer. It's like, no, I'm going to come to him and know that right here. All right, Jesus is going to see me and be moved with compassion, right? Jesus is going to see my life and see my, the multitudes. And he's going to not look at them and just be like, man, why are these people still sick? He's going to come to them with compassion. And at the feet of Jesus is where I'm going to find my answer, right? It says they laid these people at the feet of Jesus. Man, everybody that ever found themselves at the feet of Jesus never left empty, Right? Never left broken, never left hurting. And I think that we just as 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 Christians, as, as people that know Jesus, man, we just need to be more honest with the Lord. I think that one of the things we lack is just humility and honesty and just sincerity and be like, Lord, Lord, like like this thing actually hurts a lot. And I wish that it was gone, and I know that that's what you have for me, and I know that that's what you want, and I'm just not seeing something clear. I just need you to show me, right? I just need you to father me. Holy Spirit, I just need you to teach me. I, I pray this kind of prayers all the time because I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend to the Lord that I have that I have it all together, right? I, I need to know him, and I need him to show me. I'm not trying to be a dude that just like, all right, um, I'm not trying to be a guy that just... Sh- <sighs> when I come to the Lord, pretend like I got all my ducks in the row all the time. And I, it's like, if, if I'm not seeing something clearly, I'm going to come to him and ask him, right? That's, that's the reason that the disciples, that the disciples, when they couldn't heal the boy in Mark 17, they came to him and he, they said, why couldn't we heal, heal him? He says, and then he, he gives them that answer. But because they came and sought him out, because they're like, man, we're not going to be satisfied with not seeing what you, which, what, what you see. We're not going to be satisfied with not living like you live, Lord. But they knew that they could come to him because Jesus was approachable, right? Jesus is not just, he's not gonna slap you on the wrist, he's gonna grow you to the place, especially if you're humble and yield yourself to him, right? Um, so I just wanna end with this testimony. I, my son, when he was younger, he he had just learned to roll and he rolled off and hit his head. And um, it was like, man, like we we went to the hospital, he, and, and he got him all checked out, and it was like, you wanna talk about what? I never thought I would experience, like, helpless fear like this, to be honest with you. And, um, I was, like, I'm in the emergency room, um, I'm just, I'm praying in tongues walking in the emergency room, like, don't care who listens, because I'm just nervous, and I'm just, like, Lord, I just need you. And what's so sweet to me, dude, is, like, Jesus just, he just came and does what he did, what he does. Um, they, they were just checking my son out and, and they're like making sure this and that. And they're like, good, good, good. And they said, this is, I mean, every test came back good. And they're just like, this is best case scenario of what happens. Um, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, man, Lord, I did not do everything right. I did not respond right. Like everyone's like, oh, I'm feeling fear. And I was definitely feeling fear. But I, I, I didn't say all the right things. I just remember retreating to my heart. Or retreating into my heart and being like, "Lord, I just need you," and it's like my relationship with Jesus is what mattered in that moment. Like, um, Jesus just came and was like, "He just does." He just did what He does when He comes, and that's what that's what I just it just taught me so much. And I'm like, "Lord, I don't need to know everything, and I don't need to do everything right, but what I do need to do is I do need to know You, and if I know You, man, everything changes." And if I, can, if I can be with you and you'll be with me in the midst of the fire, in the midst of the circumstances, then it doesn't matter what I encounter, I know that you'll be with me. And in that moment, I know that I'll be fine. And that's what I just want to encourage us with that is like, man, Jesus is not as legalistic as we are. <laughs> that's for sure. He, he does not, he is not waiting for you to cross all your I's and dot all your T's and then he's going to give you something in return, right? That would just be works, <laughs> Like... I, I just, I want to encourage us, man, to just come and be with him and just be open and honest with him and just let his heart become our heart and say, Father, I just need you to show me what you see. Um, I need you to show me your heart for me. And I know that you don't want to see me suffering with this sickness. I know that you don't want to see other people suffering, Lord. I need to know your heart and I need to know what you would say. I need to know what you would do. I need to know what your, your response would be. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's so sweet because now I'm like, man, Lord, wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, whatever happens, man, if I have you, I'm going to I'm going to be fine. And I know it's going to be well. Um, so, yeah, I just I wanted to encourage us with that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to finish with this. I want to pray for some people. Um, I felt like I wanted to pray for people that have been struggling with a sickness Um, for a long time. They've been struggling with something that hasn't changed. They haven't seen seen it change. Um, I want to pray for people that have um, terminal illness. Uh, This is just something I want to go after. And then um, I want to pray for anybody that has cancer. Um, That's not a word of knowledge. I just hate cancer. So uh, I want to see that thing bow its knee. I think we give it way too much, way too much honor in the church. Um, It's no different than back pain to the Lord. And we pray for back pain all the time. Um, so yeah, so those three things. Um, I'll start with uh, if that's you. I just 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 connect your heart right here, and um, wherever you're at, just you don't have to. You don't have to start doing stuff and confessing stuff. I just want you to put your heart in neutral and just focus on the love of God for you. I just want you to say, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you love me. And I thank you that that all the power of the kingdom of God is in the person of the Holy Spirit. And he's present with you right now. I just want you to acknowledge that right now, okay? So I'm going to pray for those three things. Father, I just thank you right now. In Jesus' name, for people that have been maybe just plagued by sickness or plagued by um, issues in their body for a long time, Father, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that it just breaks in the name of Jesus right now. Whatever the sickness is, whatever the disease is, I command it to go. Holy Spirit, I I just release you to do what you do. Lord, I just thank you that people right now are just taking their hands off the reins and they're just letting you take over and do what you do. So, Lord, I just speak healing to their bodies in the name of Jesus right now. And then, Lord, I pray for anybody with a terminal um, diagnosis. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are going to strip away the power and the fear that has been associated with the diagnosis in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I thank you for solidifying their hearts in in the truth that you are who who you say you are and that you are a healer in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we just speak to their bodies. We command this sickness to go, and we command the enemy right now to take your hands off of them. Any spirit of infirmity that's causing a demonic um, just death sentence, I command you to go in Jesus' name. I just break that. And then right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray over any person right now that has, that has cancer in their body, that's struggling with tumors. If you have a tumor, I want you to place your hand on it right now in the name of Jesus. I command it to go. I command the tumor to dissolve. And all trace of cancer, I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Every trace and every side effect of cancer, I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your love and we thank you for just drawing us into a deeper place of intimacy and relationship with you Lord we love you and we're so thankful for you in jesus name amen amen we thank you I thank you so much for uh for yeah just letting letting me share my heart with you guys um yeah am I'm, I'm grateful for it and uh, I appreciate you guys I appreciate your heart for jesus um yeah, it's gonna, it's going to be good I'm excited to hear. Uh, the testimonies if you guys have experienced or if you're experiencing healing in your bodies right now I want you guys to share and just comment and uh, yeah we, we'll, we'll, we love to hear that and uh, yeah so uh, yeah we hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast and don't forget you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week if you would like to donate please go to www.healingjourneystoday Dot .com Isaiah 53:5 says And by his stripes we are healed God bless you